Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents. You're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ. Hey guys, welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates III, and today I'm sitting down with my good friend, Carlos Reyes. How you doing, buddy? I'm excited, brother. It's going to be like two good old friends just, just you know, shooting the shit, man. I'm I know, right? Let's First go. of all, I'm a little bit upset at both of us. I don't know how we've gone this long before I had you on the podcast. I've been doing this. This is episode 161. What, what is wrong with me? That's crazy. <laughs> And you know what's crazy? I sent you a picture a few days ago, I think, like last week of like back in 2016 when we were just having lunch. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was a that was a good time. I think you actually went and met Donovan Ruffin that same time too, didn't you? Yeah. 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 So um, I was meeting like all the the the, the players in Texas, you know, because we we yeah. um we were working on a, I think we we're working on a project out there, right? And and I was meeting. I'm like, I'm gonna meet all the players out here. You know, the the RJ Bates, you know, Cassie and and, and right. Donnie Ruffin, and I just I just was making my rounds. And you guys were definitely the first people we visited, man. So uh, I'm very grateful for for that that lunch and what you know. Here we are, five five years later. Yeah, five, five years, years later. later. Yeah, five years it's later. Crazy. Yeah. A lot's changed since then. Um, I, I want to touch base on a lot of topics today about who you are as a as a person and as an entrepreneur but I know this is silly but I always do every episode this way for the people that might not know who you are briefly explain what it is that you've done inside of real estate investing okay uh I want to I want to actually give a breakdown a little a little more in depth of who I am uh I'm a I'm actually a, an entrepreneur that was born in Mexico and I was raised in Mexico and um you know, we, when I say like, you know, I was pretty much dirt poor, you know, like yep. dirt and like literally my floors were made of dirt. And uh, my at my grandma's house, we had no electricity, no running water for, I don't know, up until around the fifth, fifth, sixth grade. Um, you know what I mean? So I want to let people know that, you know, I'm an immigrant who uh, came here uh, illegally to this country um, through my mother. My mother was a vision. My mother is a visionary. Um, my mother, you know, made the sacrifices to get me and my brother to this country because she knew that what was like what was waiting for us in Mexico, as far as like, well, what are my sons going to be when they grow up? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it wasn't good. You know what I mean? It wasn't good. So, um, you know what, brother? Give me one second. Let me shut this door. Yo, Tony, Tony, brother, Tony, can you shut this door, bro? Sorry. Goodness, I couldn't <laughs> see you. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Sorry about that, man. Uh, no actually, everybody's off today, but there are a few people that came in here just to grind, just like like me. Right. Uh, so anyway, man, like, you know, my, my mother, you know, she never made more than 825 an hour. Um, she I, re I barely saw her, man. Like she used to work two, three jobs just to, you know, keep food on the table and keep the lights on. Um, so I, I rarely got to see my mom. Um, you know, that that was that was pretty hard. Um, and she did, she doesn't speak English still to this day, you know, she doesn't speak English and I, I, I love her. Um, and you know what, bro, I'll, I'll tell you what, because of real estate, right. And I'll tell you where my journey started, uh, in, in this building that I'm in, like we bought this building in December, 2019. Mm -hmm. It all started with one bandit signed, by the way, <laughs> one 
bandit sign, you know, 2,400 bandit signs later, six months later of not giving up and, and, and putting so much faith into this business. Um, I was able to retire my mother in 20 March of 2017, you know, like she, she, she lacks nothing. She needs nothing. Uh, same thing with my wife, you know, like my wife helps us out with one of our other business. It's a medical business, but you know, she doesn't, she quit her job, you know, she quit her job. Um, and, uh, man, like, I just want people out there to know that this stuff's real, you know, the, the, the real estate is, you know, real estate entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. It's real. It's just a matter of commitment. It's just a matter of focus. Uh, it's a matter of perseverance. And, um, and I want to encourage everybody out there that's either, either an aspiring entrepreneur, like real estate entrepreneur, or is a struggling real estate uh, investor or entrepreneur, you know, hang in there, get around the right people, talk to the right people. You know, once you figure this thing out, man, it's, it's game over and your life will never be the same. So um, real quick, I want to ask you a question about your childhood because you talk about that, that story a lot through, you know, your IG, you yeah. know, your YouTube channel, things like that. You, you've shared that story, but did you struggle with staying positive as a child? Like, during those struggles or, or did that just come naturally to you? And, and did that kind of strengthen you through your childhood? Brother. So ignorance is bliss, right? Like I didn't know how poor I was until I came to this country, you know, like there was people on my, on my neighborhood in my neighborhood. Uh, Cause we lived up in like the mountains and oh, I don't know if I told you, but in Mexico, like when you live in the mountains, like your houses are made out of just, I mean, you can't, I don't can't, I can't even explain it, man. It's like, like this, your houses are made out of like wood, you know, like wood right. and, and laminate roofing. Right. Um, and ignorance is bliss. Like people in my neighborhood, they didn't even have shoes. Like we would play soccer. They didn't, and, and like most of them would not have shoes. Like I would have shoes thanks to like, you know, my mom and you know what she could gather every now and then. But there was times, bro, where I was, I was intentionally like, I would go out there and I, I would walk in my neighborhood without shoes just to be like the rest of the kids, you know, <laughs> really like I, there was times where I tried playing soccer without shoes. Um, and, and ignorance is bliss. I did not know how poor I was. I didn't know how poor I was. Cause I, I just, everybody I saw was just like me. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they would, you know, have the, the washing boards in the back and, and the back houses to, to use the restroom and no electricity and no running water where the water truck would come by once a week and we would fill these big containers in the front yard, and that's where we would get our water from. So ignorance is bliss, man. And I'll, I'll tell you what, though. My mom was always such a warrior, a positive, strong person that I remember at the age of five, and her and I, we have, I love, like, if, by the way, for people out there, you know, honor your parents while you still can, you know, because I still have my mother. And, you know, my father is around, like, but he wasn't around, like, you know, he wasn't around. Right. He try he, he tries to come around now and you know we're just we're we're cordial, right? Except he was absent for absent for about 19 years of my life. But honor your mother, honor your father, honor your parents, ask them about your childhood, you know, because you have a story to tell. You have a book, you know, you have a book to write, right? Like ask them. I love picking my mom's brain on like when I was five years old and what my child, like my inner child, like what it was like and what kind of questions and, and what statements I would make. And she, she said, she said, son, when you were five years old, you used to tell me that one day you were going to have your business and you were going to make a lot of money and you were going to buy me a big house and everything was going to be, everything was going to be fine. And we were going to stop being poor. She's, she tells me that all the time. And that's what I'm telling you. She's just, she used to tell me and I'm like, okay. I, Cause I asked her, I said, 
all right, mom. So what did you used to tell me? You know, and she's like, I, I used to tell you, son, you can have anything you want in this world. You just got to work hard. You can have anything in, you want in this world. And that's why, brother, I'm telling you, man, like, I'm a, I might have been poor as shit, but my mom, programming-wise, like, she was she was, she was was uh, planting seeds in my brain since I was five years old. You know? well, she gave you a wealthy mindset is what she gave yes. you. Yes. I mean, I mean yes. look, I, I'll never forget that I, I've – told the story over and over and over again of how Cassie and I went to a $60,000 education program. And the one thing that I could say, I mean, they didn't teach us shit about real estate. Like they taught us to go buy deals off the MLS, right? I mean, we didn't know how to go direct to seller. Yeah. But the yeah. one thing that they did tell me was, and I'll never forget it. He said, you can have a poor mindset or you can have a wealthy mindset. And there's a difference between being poor and being broke. Broke just means you don't have money, but you can still have a wealthy mindset and Absolutely. be broke. And, and he said, from this moment on, I want you to walk in the door of whatever room you walk into and you tell yourself, I'm the wealthiest person in this room. And it. I'll never forget. I started doing it and, and looking at it now, it's like, here we are seven years later and, and I'm, I'm interviewing people like you. And Thank Pace Morby and, and Max Maxwell's, and it's yep. it's unbelievable that I've even been able to associate myself with people like and you. Guys, and you, you, you guys have created a beautiful business, man. You know, I you guys have created a, right. Like you're you're tasting what financial freedom is really like. I mean, not only the the you know financial freedom on the money side, we're not having to worry about like bills. I mean, right? We at one point, right. what were at one point, what did we think about all day was money like the lack of money right? right paying the mortgage paying the cars paying insurance paying the you know everything right like that's what we thought about all day every day that we were in survival mode right and now that we don't now that we got the biggest chunk of stress out of our mindset right the the biggest objection now we get to think about what create creating like cre you know creating and teaching and living and and being you know, prosperous and, and and having joy in our lives, right? And and loving people, you know, because why we're not all in survival mode and all stressed out and all negative and you know it's a vicious cycle, you know, and and, and that's what it is, man. So uh, you'll love this story, Carlos. I had a, a family member ask me recently, RJ, do you even do real estate anymore? <laughs> and I said, of course. What do you mean? And they said, well, all we see you doing is, is videos a podcast, and podcasts yeah, and, yeah, 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 and yeah. you're on YouTube. And yeah. I mean, when are you actually doing this? And it, I got, to, I probably got to tell them I have people doing that for me mm -hmm. now. You know, RJ isn't doing that. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not necessarily quite at your level where I never know what's going on, but you know, I'm, I'm very hands off on a lot of aspects and, which and is it's, beautiful. It is. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So yeah, I, I want to talk about your partner, Sal. He's he's one of the one of the just smartest individuals I've ever had the pleasure of meeting in my life. And and Cassie adores him and they get along great. And, and you know what? More important, bro. He's one to this day. To this day, I met Sal in 2013. We became partners in 2014. To this day, bro, I can tell you with all my heart that he's one of the best human beings that I've ever met in my life. Like that guy, will take, that guy will take his shirt off for anybody. Well, how did y'all's partnership come about? Well, I was working on my nine to five 
And he he had he had this like this little small little dealership of like fifteen cars, right? Right, right. And um and one day I'm um I'm out marketing, and I I go into his dealership, and uh, he wasn't there, but uh his um uh his finance guy was there. He had a it was a I remember his his crew consisted of him, his finance guy, his brother who would do the car running, and his dad who would do the car running. So he had four people. That was it, right? And I walk in this little trailer, you know, and like it's a little, you know, have you seen those little pop-up trailers? And they got yeah. they got like the small size lot, right? I walk in and this guy Larry's there, and I'm like, hey brother, I'm I'm down the street. I'm you know, I don't know, a mile from here, half a mile. Um, would love to work with you guys, you know, help uh, help you guys with all your title work, right? Um, because at, at that point I was working at a nine to five who uh, I also brought, like I actually launched as an entrepreneur at that time. Right, not an entrepreneur. I was, I was bringing other streams of income to that company, and right. I brought, uh, I brought this uh, third-party motor vehicle department to that company because it's something that I went to learn. And I'm like, hey guys, let's do this in this company. Just give me a percentage, right? So they're like, okay, cool. Um, so then I, I, I meet Larry, and then Sal, he, he sent Sal like a few days later, and him and I just hit it off. The first thing Sal did was like, hey bro, is that your car outside? And I was like, yeah. And I had like a, a, a black like like paint was super faded. Like my paint was like this, you know, we're in Arizona, right? Like your paint goes out pretty quickly if you don't have good paint. And I def definitely didn't have good paint. Right. So the first thing he asked me, he's like, before like he asked anything from me, he's like, hey bro, is that your car outside? I said, yeah. He's like, hey man, I got some people that can help you on the paint side. You know, I'll take care of it. It's on me, right? And I'm like, who, do, who, who is this guy, right? Right. And I'm like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn, this guy's, you know, he's, I love, I love his heart. And the next thing you know, for one year, you know, we become like great friends and he saw my hustle. He saw me working like 70 hours, you know, a week for another company, not my, and he, he's already an, entre an entrepreneur. He's like, bro, why don't you work that hard for yourself? I was like, what do you mean? Well, why don't you work that hard for yourself? Because brother, I became Americanized. People need to understand out there that when I was five years old, I was already in Mexico selling bread, like, like I had a basket of bread going door to door, going door to door. You know what I mean? I was like, because in Mexico, when you're poor the way I was poor, you figure out ways to try to make money. And I'm sure when you go to Mexico, you see people come up to you like, hey, do you want to buy these shades or, right? Right. You, right? Yeah, that yep. was, I was one of those guys, right? So, I, you know, that, I was an entrepreneur like from birth, but then I became Americanized when I got to the, you know, when I got uh, to this country, I started, you know, uh, seeing what like, okay, you go to school, you go to college, you get a good job, you know, you make 70, a hundred K a year, whatever. And then you retire at some point and then you just live off your retirement 401k IRA. Well, Sal started like bringing that child of me, like, you know, of me, right. Like, right. Like just bringing back out. I'm like, damn, this guy is telling me we should, I should start my own business. So then I started flipping clothes. And then he took me to the auction and I started flipping cars. And then he's like, bro, he's like, you, we, we got to become partners. Like you're good at this. And he's, I'm like, well, what do you have in mind? He's like, I don't know. Um, uh, car wash, coffee shop. Uh, what do you want? And he's telling me, he didn't know what to, he didn't know what to do. Right. 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 And I'm like, I'm like, man, you know, cause uh, I remember when I was here uh, during the seventh, uh, the summer of seventh and eighth grade. And in the summer of eighth grade and ninth grade, I was working illegally at construction sites with a wheelbarrow picking up trash mm -hmm. for, for, for like, you know, my other Mexican people. Right. Right. I'm just right. like the kid that's picking up trash for them. Right. 
and they're paying me cash under the table. And I used to see them like, you know, like tear these houses apart and then put them back together, like really nice. Like how, like I've never seen this happen, right? You know, I'm from Mexico and I'm like, you know, I always wanted to get into real estate. He's like, oh, what do you mean? Like, like a real estate agent? I said, no, like real estate investing. He's like, oh man, Sal, Sal's one of the skeptics. He's like, don't you need a lot of money for that? Right. I said, well, no, man, I heard about this thing called real estate wholesaling where you actually don't need a lot of money and you don't need credit and you don't need a license, right? And he's like, well, what do you know about that? I said, well, I don't know much about it, man, but you know what? Give me like a month and I'm going to go find out everything I could and I'll be back, right? And sure thing, man, I'm pounding the books. I read a book called Flip by Nick Reese. It was like 10 bucks, right? And then I started joining his uh, online uh, webinars, you know, back when it was like, man, you know, we're talking like 2014, 2015 here when we didn't have the technology we have now, right? So I'm doing that and I come back to sound like, brother, I think this can really work, man. We just got to hustle and we're hustlers. He's like, okay, what do you have in mind? I said, well, uh, I'll start out with some bandit signs. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, he's like, well, for marketing, like, what, what, what do you like? What are we doing for marketing? I said, you know what, bro? We'll, we'll do like a five hundred dollar a month budget for marketing. Um, I'll I'll get this. Get, I'll get the the the, the blank signs from a, a sign shop, and then my wife will will write them with the marker. And brother, I shit you not, twenty four hundred banded signs. Uh, six months later, handwritten banded signs. Like we got our first deal, and then that deal just we made five k. Right. We made five thousand, and then we dumped that into direct mail. And then we made 60,000 and then we dumped that into direct mail. We made 30,000 and then we dumped that into pay-per-click and then we made 123,000 and then we just never looked back, you know? Man, that's so, incredible. That's how it started with us, man. You know what's funny is, is Carlos, both you and I are, are visionaries, but it took somebody else yeah. saying to us, and, and strangely enough, it's both of our partners, Sal yeah. for you, Cassie for me. Mm -hmm. To literally tell us, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing this for yourself? Why don't yeah. you? Yeah, I'll never forget. Cassie, I, I was dropping her off at her bartending job. Mm. And I'm dropping her off in her Kia Soul so I could have a car because I didn't have a car. Sharing a car? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm dropping her off. And, yeah. and she says, in the parking lot, we should start a business together. And I'm like, ha, ha, that's cute. We have no money. You know, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. And she's like, we need to figure something out. This is how we're going to change our lives. And, you know, several failed businesses, not failed, but several businesses that we moved on from, we eventually got the real estate investing. And it's funny that it took Sal doing that for you, for you to kind of go, this is what we need to do. Because I'll never forget the moment when I told Cassie, this is what we're doing. We're doing wholesaling. This is going to change our lives. This is what I was meant to do. And sure enough, here we are. Man, so what a beauty, bro. What yeah, a beauty, is. man. And, and beauty. so let's talk about in you know 2016. We we kind of briefly touched on that, but you came to DFW. I'll I'll never forget meeting you and, and Sal and Alex. And at that time, explain the scenario there with Alex because it's a little bit unique in the fact that. He is your partner in, in some businesses, but yeah. not everything like Sal. So what is the relationship there with Alex? So Alex, uh, he came into our lives in 2016. And how, how I kind of 
found Alex or he found me was I was doing the medical. Uh, I was, so on the side, I was doing real estate like 90%. And then I was doing the, the remember you know, the, the diabetic test strips, right? Right. Br- brother, when I tell you that at some point, Alex and I were making 10 to 20,000 a month on just diabetic test strips, right? I was in my little 2011 Prius picking up all these test strips and flipping them to like vendors. And, and then, you know, he was my competition in the test strip industry. Right. Right. Like, Who's this kid? Like he was like 18. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, well, how's he making so much money and, and this and that. And then I met Alex, we met for lunch and, and we kind of just, man, I was like, man, this guy's 18. Right. Like, bro, he was already thinking like, I've never seen an 18 year old think. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I probably want, I probably got to stick, you know, keep this guy around, right? I'm going to keep this guy around. And um, sure enough, we became good friends. And in 2018, we became partners mm-hmm. in 2018. See, it took us, I met like two years later, we became partners in other ventures. We're still not partners in real estate. Like he has right. offer home. He has offer home. They do, you know, they do well over six figures every single month. Right. And he only works about two to four weeks. Uh, uh, right. Like uh, me and Sal was like, man, he's like the four hour work week kind of guy. Right. 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 And, and me and Sal are like, like, look, bro, everybody's off. Look at look at this. Everybody's off right now. Uh, look, at, there's a few people there, but everybody's off and I'm here. Right. Because if right. I'm bored, like if I'm bored, bro, like I'll come to work. You know what I mean? Like I, I that's just my in my DNA, you know. So me and Sal are like that. Like Sal, I already spoke to him at least five times this morning and. You know, he, he's on the phone with developers and all kinds of calls. So anyway, with, with Alex, one of the few businesses that we don't have together is still the real estate side, right? Um, we have all kinds of other business uh, businesses together, but um, that's still one of the businesses we don't have together. And I don't know if that's ever going to change, right? I, I really don't know if that's ever going to change because he, he, he kind of likes, he, he has his own crew, like, you know, his brother's is Dispo, he has some of his as high school football buddies that are acquisitions. Like, right. yeah. So I don't know if that's ever going to change because we have our crew and he has his crew and, and it works, you know? So at what point in time did the three of y'all sit down and say, Hey, let's, let's go into the education space. June, 2018. June, so, 2018. Yeah. So we, we spent, uh, I spent three grand to go to this event and Alex spent three grand and Sal spent three grand. So we spent nine grand. Then we flew to San Francisco. That was another 1200 bucks. So we probably spent like 12K that weekend, right? And this was already 2018. So we were already like, we were doing pretty good by then, right? you know? And we show up and then every, it's kind of like a mastermind. It was called the Seven Figure Flipper Mastermind with um, uh, my, my good friend, um, uh, uh, Jason uh, Boozy. Yep. And I love him, by the way. Anytime I'm in San Francisco, I, I hit him up. I used to hit up Haim, but he moved to... Israel. And um, so I, I hit him up and, and we go over there and we go around the room and these guys are these, these Bay area investors. We're one of the few people that are not Bay area. Right. And these guys are making millions of dollars and they don't really, they're not really out there like taking the risk. Like, like Sal and I, brother, when I tell you Sal and I spend over a million dollars in just marketing, right. Right. These guys are not, they're spending like 300K a year, 400K, and they're making like more than we're making. Right. Right. And then, so the mastermind goes around. I'm like, these guys are just direct mailing. Oh, wow. This guy is getting his from referrals, from, you know, pocket listings. Right. right. Like nobody knew the marketing game the way Sal and I knew the marketing game by this time because we have spent all that money and we were stupid. 
and we didn't hire mentors. We were just like, all right, you know, let's spend, uh, let's spend 50 grand on PPC. See how that goes. Right. All right. Let's spend uh, 20 grand this month on direct mail. See how that goes. All right. Let's spend, you know, 15, 20 K on, on uh cold calling. See how that goes. So we had, we figured all this out by, by trial and error, you know, beta testing. Yeah. I wish I would have hired a mentor, but back then I don't think anybody besides maybe Sean Terry, I don't think anybody was really going heavy after all the marketing channels. You know what I mean? So it was kind of a gift and, you know, it was, a, it was kind of a, a blessing in disguise, I would say. Right. So anyway, we go to this, uh, this school, this training and Sal, Sal and I are looking around the room and we're like, man, don't get me wrong. These guys are making more money than us, but we know we're, we know a lot more than them about building and scaling a company right. through marketing and sales. Right. Cause that's all wholesaling is it's marketing and sales. Right. And everything right. in between. Right. So we're like, man, why don't we just throw our own event? Right. We come back. It was like March and we're like, okay, let's throw our own event. Okay. What are we going to do? I don't know, man. What are we going to charge? I'm like, you know what? Let's just give away the game for $5,000. No mentorship. Not, we didn't even start mentoring until 2019, right? So like a year and a half, two years later. And we're like, okay, $5,000. And then guess who came to that event? Who? Everybody. That's what, that's what I was going to say. I, like Pace Morby, Ryan yeah. Pineda, Keith Everett, like Donnie Ruffin, like Austin Rutherford, Tiffany Burton. Like everybody came to that. Nick Webano, Octavius Bennett. Uh, Giovanni uh, Morado, like everyone but you. No, I, was just, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, you definitely didn't come to any of those events. I but, have not. But but everybody came to those events. And when I tell you, bro, that we gave away the entire game for five, you know, because at that time, oh, like they would be like they got their little car, you know, the gurus at that time, right? And that's okay. If I, if I think we're you and I might be considered gurus at this point, because you think know, so. And that's okay, right? That's okay because yeah. we're we're bringing the we're bringing the the authenticity in in the word guru back. You know what I mean? Right. Because we actually, you know, we do this for a living, right? So, I think everybody at that point, you know, like the like the the, the Than Maros of the world, and and although I think they were like, you know, even maybe even Cody at that time, I don't know, right? They were holding their cards like, hey, you want to learn this? Pay me fifty thousand. You know, like right? Exactly. And I, and I, and I, I get it because guess what? Like I told you, I'm like. We spent a lot of money like figuring this stuff out. I, I get why they charge whatever they're charging, but we were just like, man, let's just throw two events this year. And, and to this day, you know us, bro. We we throw two to three events a, a year. Like we don't, we're not like event, event, event. Like we don't do that. You know, we don't we don't have time for that shit, right? So um we threw an event, we charged five thousand up front. We got like 80 people, 82 people. So like everybody that's just crushing it, not everybody, but a lot of people that are crushing it out there. You'll like ask them, like, we gave away the game, you know? Mm -hmm. And then and that was June of 2018, man. That's when we started educating. And that's when, um, that's when uh, Alex became our partner. I love it, man. And, you know, it's funny. You brought up a couple of things there about the fact that you looked at it and you said there was no one really doing that aspect of education. No. And that's part of why you didn't have a mentor. And what's funny is you brought up me not coming to your event. Part of the reason why I didn't come to your event is, is that I was of the mindset of where you were, where it's like, I'm, I would rather trial and error yeah. myself, beta yeah. test everything. Yeah. Cause I didn't want to go to an event for 5,000 for and sure. Get nothing. And then somebody, and then somebody tell me, all right, go in the back. And now we're going to teach you how to go get a credit card from capital one yeah. for 50,000. So you yeah. can pay us. 
because then we're really going to teach you because, dude, I had already done that. So that's how I got in was the $60,000 bullshit. Damn. And, 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 and you got to think, I became extremely jaded to Absolutely. everything education. You and so, 90% of the industry, right? Yes. So I'm seeing you guys do this. And what's funny about it is my reaction to that was, I'm never going to do that. That was literally my reaction to you guys doing that. And like, it what, took, give away the game? Yeah, I was never going to do education. Oh. That was my reaction to you guys doing it. Yeah. And the and the reason why is because I was so jaded because of my own personal I experience. It. I get it. And and then I see Donnie, Tang and Eric, Tang Win, Tiffany yeah, and yeah. Josh High. I yeah. mean, all of these people that I know that I, I like, dude, I interviewed Donovan Ruffin on the podcast back in 2017. His episode is uh yeah, we drop 500 bandit signs a weekend and then you know we wait on the phone to ring. Now he's out there crushing it doing bro. I think he did like seven mil gross last year. Right, right. Like seven mil gross. Like, you know, he told me he told me his numbers, like, you know, yeah, it wasn't net, but it's do bro, to do seven mil gross is still it's it's hard. It's hard in the in the in no, the yeah. in investing wholesaling world, it's really difficult to do seven mil seven mil gross. In a very difficult market. Absolutely, absolutely. Right, like that's yeah. impressive. So point being was at some point in time, because of what y'all created with All In, it eventually changed my mindset of watching the lives that you've impacted to say, hey, and it took another springboard, another catalyst, another person to come to me. And that was Jesse Burrell from Batch saying, RJ, you need to be doing this. Like you have a gift. Oh, you, bro, have, you, the, have, you, you have knowledge. Bro. Right. You have knowledge. You, you have need the knowledge. to be sharing this. And the reason why is because there's going to be people that come to all in and they need more. They need it yeah. from somebody else's voice. It's sometimes it's literally just about the voice Absolutely. that it comes from, you know, or, so, or they resonate with you more. Right? right. Like this is the thing, brother. What I want you to know is like one thing that I sincerely, sincerely believe in is that what like no person belongs to anyone. Right. That, when people need, people need to, cause I used to think that way. I used to be like, oh man, I can't believe Keith is over there learning from like, I, you know, it's like, what? No, no, brother. It's, this is the thing, man. Like some people are going to resonate more with us. They're going to resonate with you. Or like my, my really good friend, Vic, uh, Vic Heredia, who does six, uh, six figures a month. Uh, I don't know if you ever met him. One of the no. sweetest individuals ever. This guy is a multiple, you know, multiple, um, he's in Atlanta, San Antonio, like he's everywhere. Right. And brother, I see him in every single like event and, you know, cause, cause that's just, you know, people, you, you can't tell people where to spend their money. Right? right. The only thing that matters to me, as far as that goes, is that whoever they're spending their money on, as long as those people are servants and that, you know, those people, I will say this for you to be a good mentor, you just have to care. That's yep. it. Like if you just care and the people that have come out of some of our events and our mentorships, Bro, would I ever hate on Austin Rutherford because he's doing education? Would I ever hate on on Ryan Pineda because you know he came to our event, learned a bunch of stuff? He's doing like no, those are good people. You know right. Tiffany, like she stresses herself out on delivering to her students, right? Uh, I know Donnie's throwing some masterminds and and two day events, and Keith, 
Keith and Lenny throw two-day events, I'm like, go. Like, I'm trying to like, yeah, you right. need to go there, right? Right. Bro, I, there's plenty. As long as – I feel like – and, you know, Tim Mai. You know Tim, right? Yep. Tim Mai. He goes, Carlos, uh, I love your generation of, of educators. And he's like, why? He's like, you guys are just different, man. Like, you guys are – like, you guys actually give. Like, yeah. Tim – and Tim's old school. Tim's been around. Tim came up with the rich dad, poor dads, and the Than Maros of the world, right? And that's why he like this. This little we're, we're leaving on Wednesday. I'm gonna be out there in Key West, yeah. right? Because man, I, I'm like, there's so much of the of the new school that's gonna be there. You know what I mean? Like, you're gonna have old school and new school. And brother, our era of educators, we're we're we're, we're the real deal. Like, we we really do change lives. You Agreed. Know? Tim invited me to that event, and I actually told him, I was like, I'm just now throwing my first event. I, I'm not quite sure I can be guru enough to go to a guru event if I've, if I've only thrown one event. Uh, no, no, bro, you, you, you can – because there's people going that are – that they want to be coaches. Like, they're, right. they're, hey, I'm like my buddy uh, Corey Geary. You know Corey. Yep, yep. Man, Corey's one of the best human beings that I know on earth. Like, this dude's a, he's a brother, bro. Like – this dude has always supported us and, and we always support him, you know, and that's how the, you know, it should always be that way. Right. Right. But he's going, cause he, he, he says, he's like, Carlos, he's like, I, I want to educate at some point. I want to, it's part, bro. I know people look at the education side, like, oh man. Cause, cause people are jaded just like you were. Right. Yep. Yep. But there are people that are like, Hey, how can I give back, but also create another in income stream also, you know, my time and energy be compensated to some extent, you know, because, bro, your time's not free. Right. You know, you have you have your beautiful life in your, in your children, you know what I'm saying? Like, your time's not free, bro, you know? Well, and that's – I, I want to kind of transition into the next, next aspect of the interview with that, where it's you are, in my opinion, one of the greatest givers – in our entire industry. Thank and, you. And, and, and I want to say that from an aspect of you are one of the real guys that still goes in and regularly interacts with people. Absolutely. I see I I see you support your people. Like Always. when Always. when Donnie posts something about a huge win for him, you're there. You're supporting him. Always. Tip, Tiffany High was posting this weekend about, you know, hey, I'm doing this or that, and I see you commenting, you know, engaging with her, supporting her. You are yeah. always there giving to your people and supporting. Thank you, and, and And I, I want to, to bring something up because you were very outspoken about this on your social media platforms, and it was surprising to me because I've had a loss in my family and it was hard for me to talk about. So it meant a lot to me to hear you talk about this. But on, on January 9th, uh, you know, you had to bury your little brother. You, yep. you lost your little brother. Yeah. Um, and, and you were open and honest about a week later, you were speaking at an event that you had made an arrangement. You had made, made a, a commitment, commitment to, to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and your your comment about that was your purpose has to be bigger than your pain. Yeah. So what what is Carlos's purpose? You know, man, like I posted something this I posted something today because um, my I want you to know that, like, I got this application. It's called Trello. 
right? And mm-hmm. I got virtual assistants. So what they do is they take my Twitter post and then they put it in a picture and then they post it, right? It's all automated now. Thank God, right? Because right? I don't, who the hell has time? Like I can't run 27 businesses and be on social media all day, right? right. And I just got, I just got Sal automated on that because if you look at Sal's last post was probably from a year ago, you know, like he doesn't post, right? Right. And like, brother, like I need you to be relevant somehow. I need you to like, let her brother. So, and then, um, and then I go, I, let me get you my VA so they can start posting for you. But this, this morning, this is what came out and it says, having to break every generational curse might require your entire life. You know what I mean? So when I, when I tell you that my purpose is definitely bigger than my pain, by the way, uh, my mother, myself, um, and my sister and my family, um, on Saturday, we actually were at the cemetery, um, you know, celebrating my little brother's birthday. Um, he was, uh, in Mexico, uh, and, uh, you know, he was, he was, uh, he was shot behind the head, which was very unfortunate. Um, and, um, you know, we were, we were there and we were celebrating and, uh, we we're celebrating him, right. It was celebrating. And that's why I said, Hey brother, I said, you know, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still alive. Like I smile for you now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, you're part of me now. I'm carrying you with me now. Right. And one of my, like, I have so many purposes, brother. And, and one, one of my biggest purposes before I leave this earth is yes, to change the entire like lineage of my family, right? Where the Reyes name actually like it's made out of what entrepreneurs and, and lawyers and doctors now, right. Instead of what it, what it was before me, you know, what was it before me? It was just poverty, you know? So that's one of my biggest things, man. Why do you think, and we'll get into this, but why do you think my wife has a coach, a personal development coach twice a week? Why do you think my third grader has a coach? And you can, you guys can look her up. Her name is Tanya C. Oliver on Instagram. And she coaches not only, you know, not only does she coach me, but she coaches my wife and my third grader. Because guess what? When I tell you, bro, that I'm learning the game, I'm trying to learn the game at the highest level. And I'm willing to sacrifice everything, my time, energy, and money to making sure that my next generation is, is, is set up to where, you know, like the, you know, I'm not, if, if God ever gets us that big, like the Rockefellers and the JP Morgan chases and all, and you know, the, the Charles Schwab's, what do you think they do with their families? They pour it all into their families to set up that next generation, right? That's called legacy, by the way, right? right. That's part of the legacy, right? So, you know, that's part of it. The other part is what? To liberate people, to liberate people of their limited beliefs, to liberate people from, you know, the, 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 the pain, man, the, the, you know, 80, 86%, 86% of people in this world are in pain. They're, they're going through financial stress. They're going through heartaches. They're going through anxiety. They're going through depression. You know, they're, they're going through some stuff, man. Cause I, I've been through that stuff and guess what? I'm still human. I still have my days where I have anxiety and I have depression, right? So right. I, I want to liberate as much people as I can in this world. And I want to impact them to, man, even if it's just this much, if I can impact somebody to become a better father, a better husband, you know, a better entrepreneur, you know what I mean? Like that's part of my big purpose, man, is to serve, to serve the world at whatever capacity God has in store for me. So that's part of my purpose, bro. Well, and, and I see that through the message that you're constantly delivering. I mean, 
brother. You're never you're never preaching about real estate. You're no. never you're never preaching about hey, this is how you comp or or this is how you make an offer or anything like yeah. that. It's yeah. about what's going on up here. Yeah, in your head, and, here. and right here, where, where your heart is. Yep. Right. Yep. Some of the Some things of the that, that I think I are think unknowns to people. You guys have the Help a Friend Foundation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Speak on that for a, for a second. How did that come about? We we created the, the we created the Help a Friend Foundation in 2019. Alex, myself, Sal, because we want to be able to help families in distress, single moms in, in financial distress, right. right? Electricity bills, water bills, rent, anything, food, right? Because Sal is an immigrant from Iraq. He wasn't born here. He was right. persecuted as a Christian, right? He was persecuted. And that's how he got here. He got here in 2007. That's what a lot of people don't know that, right? Mm -hmm. I came to this country because poverty was persecuting me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, right? right? Like escaping poverty, right? And, you know, and, uh, you know, Alex has had, he's been through his, through his mom and dad being divorced, living in a trailer park. Like he's been through all that. So, that's the one thing we're never going to change about ourselves, man, is where we come from and, and how we love people. Like, we really do love people. That's what people don't – they might not understand this or know this. We love people. We love we love people. That That's right. it. So Help a Friend was created to actually serve this world uh, at that level in, in that aspect. You want to know what's crazy about our journeys is how similar they are in the aspect of you – you and Sal felt the aspect of poverty coming here from other countries that directly impacted your lives. And so the moment that you achieved some level of success, you went out and you started help a friend. Childhood cancer impacted my life mm. because my, my niece Riley was diagnosed when she was three years old. And, and that was the exact same year. That was 2012 when Cassie and I started our first company. And I think it was 2015, we started Beat Kids Cancer, which is our nonprofit. Wow. And, and you want to know what's funny? We give the money that we raise to families to pay their mortgage, their electric, Man. food on the table. During Christmas time, we go and buy the entire family yep, Christmas yep, presents. Yeah, yeah. Not just the kids. Thanksgiving, going same thing. Yeah, right, Thanksgiving, right. yep, yep. And it's so funny to hear that's what Help a Friend does is, is the same thing that Beat Kids Cancer does because I think we realize that it's those types of moments of normalcy. Just, just getting your car paid, just getting your electric yeah. bill paid yes. makes yeah. such Amen. a huge difference to these people. Yes, yes, yes. I, wanted, I wanted to shine light on that. And then also the fact that you guys raised or helped raise over $49,000 for a 12-year-old with cancer back in 2019. And so I wanted to bring that up on the tail end of me talking about kids. By the way, that was on cancer. the books. That wasn't even the money that Sal, Alex, and myself gave, gave outside the books. Right. You know what I mean? So, and and by the way, um, I, I want to do, I want to make an announcement in regards to that. Um, you know, rest in peace, Jordan Colosimo. Um, she didn't make it. Mm. She she made it for a year, brother, but I'll tell you what, the way God works, right? The, the way God works is we were able to raise that money. And you know what? You know what that money went towards? Her mom 
spending that little girl's last year on this earth full time. Her mom was able to actually quit her job. This is the way God works, right? Brother, they didn't go buy a car. They didn't. No, 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 no. Uh, Giovanna, which is the mother, she spent the last year of her baby girl's life Mm. by her side every single day, every day. How beautiful, how, how beautiful is that? Yeah. Right. And that all came, brother, I'm telling you when I, when I, I, man, when I went to the hospital to visit uh, Jordan the first time after like raising the money, brother, I, I just, I just started like, I started just, I broke down. I broke down. Cause guess what? I have daughters, Yeah, you know, I broke down. Someone got it on. Uh, I think one of my buddies, uh, I don't know if you've ever had them on your show, uh, AK and ACE they're, they were some of our mentees. They do, they do commercial stuff now up mm-hmm. in DC. One of them recorded like with his phone, like I, obviously no cameras, nothing. He just kind of recorded a little bit of it, brother. I said, hey, I, I, I gave her, I was giving her that money. I said, hey, I'm gonna pay you. You know what you owe me? Getting better, and she did, bro. She got better for a whole year, and her mother got to spend every single moment of that little girl's last year on this earth together. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that, man. So that's one of the big, that's one of the biggest, best things I ever, I've, I've ever been able to do with the help of our community and with the blessing of, of the Lord brother. I, I don't, there's, you know, there's really no much, not much more I can say about that, man. Absolutely. And, and, and that's an amazing story. And I, I bring all this up to say, that there are times where people look at success, success that Carlos has. They see you post pictures for, that are there for marketing, first and foremost. Yeah, for sure. I think people know real. that now. Let, <laughs> I let's think be people real. Know that now. Yeah. Right. I mean, but they see a level of success and they think that there's an ego at play there or, or that there's not this – humble spirit that is there behind what you are accomplishing with all in. I mean, you call it that I I was normally, I come up with names for the episode and it's normally like Carlos Reyes, you know, Uh, leading the, leading the the blah, blah, to the all in nation. This is, you are literally just call, you have created an actual all in nation and of, of people that I know I've seen, and on top of that, you're right. The community rallied community around you guys and, and have Man. helped so many people. It's incredible what you guys have created. Brother, that's that's what it's all about. Uh, you know what I love about our community? Because, you know, I, I'm a strong believer in you attract who you are. Like, you attract who you are. And the people that we've been able to attract in our lives, in our community, there's not one thing that none of them would do for anybody. Right. Everybody you met, some of the guys you mentioned earlier, like they're real people and they're successful. You know, they're, 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 they're they have seven figure operations and they're givers, bro. They're givers. You know, yeah. you and I both know they're all givers. Like you call one of them up. Hey, brother, man, I'm struggling with my business. Like, what are you doing that's working? Oh, this is what I'm doing. That's like they don't care. Right. Right. You winning does not mean that I'm losing. You know, right. exactly. that's, that's, the, that's the mindset. You know, we all got to get out of this little crab like crab mentality man you know right it's like you know pulling each other down like i i've been there bro right and i, and I just want to express this 
from my experience over these several years, it's it's like entrepreneurs, we go through these, these three phases at, in our entrepreneur journey, okay? Phase one is survival. You and I were just talking about that. Trying to create a business, right? Trying to make something out of nothing, like trying to, right. trying to make magic happen, right? And everybody's doubting you, like nobody believes in you, but you and in your case, Cassie, right? right. Survivals, phase one. Phase two is status. I, I, I went through... A, I went through a status phase for about eight to 12 months when you got to see the gold necklaces and, and the, the ego and the pride and, oh man, oh, I'm, I'm the man. I'm the, I'm the man. And you know, I'm the guy. I do way more deals than you blog. Who gives a shit, you know, but we all go through that status phase and guess what, brother? 90, 90% of people never get out of that phase, that status phase, because once you start feeding that ego, you attach your identity to it. Yep. You attach your, and you got to keep inflating it, inflating it, inflate. I've been there. I've been that guy. I've been that guy. And I had to go, th- man, I had a, when I, when I started doing my personal development work, it was tough, bro, to have to face some of these disgusting, ugly traits of myself where I had to detach ego from me. To, to, to be ordered to be a, a better husband and a better father and, and, and a better servant, right? Like I had to detach myself. So, but once I put in the, once I did the work and I detached myself from status, I went through phase three, which I call significance, right? These are the three S's, survival, status, status, significance. You and I are in a significant state. We don't yep. give a shit what you think of us. We don't give a shit how many deals you think I do. We don't give a shit, you know, what, what you think, uh, like, uh, if you think I'm successful or if, if not, I'm, I'm like, that's not going to change my purpose. You're not going to grab, like, you're not going to take attention away from me and you're not going to take attention from my intention. You know what I'm saying? Right. So significance, that's when you're like, that's when you're serving, like significance, servitude. That's when, man, that's when everything just begins to happen. Everything begins to just fall in place for you. For, without you really having to work as hard as you and I had to work when we were in survival mode. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. I, I want to tell you a story because you were a part of this. So during the, the Closers Olympics, I promise you I'm not going to give you a hard time about the Closers Olympics. But during the Closers Olympics, I'll never forget the night that Aaron Bevins called me and he was like, hey, man, we're thinking of doing this thing where we're going to cold call sellers and it's going to be live. And would you like to participate? I'm thinking this dude is talking about like a webinar or like an IG live or something. And I'm like, sure, bro, I'll do it with you. Whatever. Next thing I know, I'm on a conference call and all these people are on it. And you're one of the closers. And I'm like, whoa, we're going to sell how many tickets? A thousand plus. Okay. It's a little bit different. But someone called me and they asked me, they said, RJ, why would you risk your brand to go do that live in front of people? What if you fall on your face? What if you just get 30 minutes of a cold string of bad leads? Wow. And and people start questioning, RJ is not what he says he is. What if your brand takes a hit? And my literal response to him was, I would rather risk that and make a difference for all the people that are watching. And you did. And you and did. show them what I what I know to do. I would rather make that impact. And I bring that up because 
on the first day, one of the deals that I got the verbal agreement on was a couple in Birmingham, Alabama. And they sent me a card in the mail with a check made out to me for $700. And the letter inside the card said, in our family, we tithe to whatever we're most grateful for in our lives. And we are most grateful for the significant impact that you made on us as real estate investors, just that moment of seeing what you did. And, and that was one of like, dude, it was just, it, it gives me chills to even still significance. Exactly. Significance, right? The status phase in you maybe was like, well, no, actually, no, someone out there was like, Hey, what if you fall on your face and it hurts your brand? You know, but what's the other side, right? It's like, well, but what if it doesn't, you know, what yeah. if it, Right. What if I'm able to serve? And and, and brother, I can tell you this. I, I think like people like you and, and people like Elijah and people like Adrian and, and Stephen Morales, like everybody know everybody in the game and the industry knows who you guys are now. Right. There was actually a lot of good that came out of there. A lot Agreed. of good. Agree. Right? And and the funny thing about it was I never even thought about it from that aspect. I I just my heart was in the hey. First, this is a competition, and it's going to be fun. Which you're, you're a crazy competitor. Right. I, right? I mean, I, honestly, I was like, this is going to be super fun. Yeah. And then second, it was like, dude, this is crazy awesome that people get to pay. I, I can't remember what it was. It was like $100 to watch basically 20 hours. I mean, you know, 20 hours. Oh, you're just sitting there of for content. 20 hours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was amazing, and so it was it was an honor to be a part of. And yes, there was. And you made it fun, by the way. You made it real fun. <laughs> remember with the beer and yeah, like, like, yeah. you made it like you made it real fun, man. Like, and I I love that about you. I love the because I have thick skin. You know, right. I have real. There's people out there, obviously, that you know they're a little more on the sensitive side, but I I love that shit. Like I right. love the, like the hype you were bringing, the charisma. You know what yeah. I mean? It was, yeah, it was I, I it was supposed everything. to be fun. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and I, I saw an impact that it made on people's lives. And so I just wanted to bring that up while you, while you talked about that. Um, the last thing before we wrap up, because I can't believe we're almost at an hour already. But oh, brother, I, I told you, like, I'm just having a conversation with you. I, right. Like, I, I know. I hope everybody else gets as much out of this as I'm getting out of this. Because I honestly, Carlos, I, I, as much shit talking as I've done about you since since the Closers Olympics. A lot of that was just in, in, in good humor and just having fun and, and keeping up with the the what I'd already let up with the trash talk before. But you honestly are one of those people that I I truly look up to in the industry as wow. as someone that is is impacting so many people's lives. And and I've asked this in the past and and I stopped probably about a year and a half ago, but Considering where you are today, where do you want to be five years from now? You know, I, I say this all the time. Um, the goal is for me not to jeopardize my health and my family, right? Because um, it, it it took me a lot to build what I what I built. Like a lot of people don't know this, man, but you know, I went through anxiety, depression, health issues. Uh, gaining weight, um, being on clonopin, being on Paxil, you know, I, I went through 
neglecting my baby girl for the first three to four years of her life, you know, yep. like I, I went through a lot. I went through a lot. I'm in a, I'm in a place in my life now where if it doesn't jeopardize, you know, my health and my family, the, the time with my family, um, it, 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 whatever God wants from me, man, if, if God wants me to ever get to a level where I'm impacting millions, as long as he gives me the margin for it, the capacity, I'll do it. And if God wants me to wrap it up and, you know, go to uh, some small town and, you know, I don't know, go to Birmingham and become a, a pastor, a preacher. Again, brother, like it's, it's, it's whatever he has in store for me. Right. Ideally, ideally, um, I would love to continue, man, to, to, to build businesses, to serve my family, to serve the community, to make a difference in people's lives. And even if it's this much, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, ideally, like, that's what I would love to do. And I know for a fact, I can sit here and tell you as a friend, as a friend and a brother, that there's no amount of money and there's no amount of influence that's ever going to change my heart, ever. Uh, it, it's just it's just never going to happen. Like, as far as, like, the way I treat people. Like, it's never well, going to happen. I, I, I said this last week on my episode with Pace Morby. I went to dinner with you. We were there for probably four hours. I remember. We didn't talk about real estate once. You talked about your coach for your your mindset, your business coach, your health, everything that goes on. You are one of the few people that regularly talks about you want to better your life, be a better husband, be a better father, be a better leader. Yeah. I mean, dude, the things that you say, even the, just those simple phrases, saying it over and over and over again. Yes. For the people that are listening, and and I mean this with all sincerity, because I said it last week with Pace. I mean, Pace is a an amazing coach. He pours into people. He over-delivers on yeah, all that. Yeah, I've seen him. It was a machine. I, I, yeah, but, but yeah, he I, sleeps like three hours a night or something. I, I know it's, it's stupid, but if you want someone that is going to make an impact on your life, not not necessarily your real estate business, you're going to do that. I, I, you're, you're, your students speak for themselves, right? Sure. But for to have a mentor like Carlos, someone out there that is also going to make you a better human being. Um, I don't know very many people in the real estate industry that also do that as well. So Thank that you, being said, I know y'all have the All In Freedom event coming up. Yes, sir. How can people find out about that? So by the way, man, before we even like, I want to say thank you, brother, because you know that coming from, from you means, means the world to me because that means that if you're paying attention to those, those small details, there's other people, there's other people that might even be paying a lot of attention to those small details, right? I say this all the time. You want more, become more, right? I believe, bro, I believe in like, I, I strongly believe in the stuff that I, I, I preach, you know, and I can't, I can't believe in it and I can't preach it unless I'm living it. Right. Because then I'm a complete fraud. And if you ask like the, I think the biggest feedback you'll ever get of, who anybody is, just look and just ask their families, ask, ask the wives, ask their children. 
ask their business partners, hey, who right. is RJ Bates, right? How does he treat you, right? How does he live his life behind curtains? What's the 3 a.m. version of him? Right. That's what I believe in. I believe that you cannot accomplish massive success without aligning, without aligning mind, body, and spirit. I don't. Brother, one thing that I always preach is something that I learned from one of my mentors, one of my coaches now, is, you know, when it comes to my my family, you know, I I, I don't want to do what I did the first three or four years is I don't I want I don't want to give them the rest of me. I want to give them the best of me. You know, to me, that means the world, because guess what? I don't know if you've noticed, brother, but when you're a, when you're a good husband, you're a good son, you're a good father, you be you become a great entrepreneur. Yep. You know what I mean? Like the better you become at those things, the better you become in business. I promise you this. How many times have you and I seen you got these guys out there, you know, flashing whatever they're flashing and living these whatever lives there. And then you look behind the curtain, you're like, damn, what the hell is going on? See, for me, when, when I'm looking at a coach and I'm looking at a mentor, I'm not just looking at the money. That's a small factor of the equation that makes up success. I'm looking at the way you live your life behind closed doors. That means the world to me. And you know what? I'll tell you what. If I can impact somebody out there to become a better husband and become a better father and become a better friend and become a better servant of the community over become a better real estate investor, I'll take that all day. I'll take that all day. And, and that's why I rarely talk about real estate. And that's funny because I can do real estate with my eyes closed and my hands tied behind my back, you know, when it comes to numbers and X's and O's and KPIs and, you know, and systems right. and personnel and processes and marketing, that stuff is, that stuff came easy to me because that's the, I, I spent over, you know, between Sal and I for sure over 20,000, I'm sorry, over 20,000 hours on that craft. Right. And then what, and then when when that when that was mastered or whatever mastered to the you know marketing and sales and all that and, and scaling, then then what what did I start? What did I begin to look for? I begin to look for to master myself. I master that angle. I master that area of my life without mastering myself. Right. Then I was like, okay, I got that down. All right. I don't. You know, I got you know I got a freaking asset director who handles fix and flips and buy and holds. I got a sales director oversees the entire acquisition side. You know, I got dispo managers, I got TCs, I got a CFO, I got a CO, I got it all in place. I don't have to worry about that anymore, right? Now I just got to master myself, you know, and and um, and that's what that that's a good way to leverage money, by the way. That's a good way to leverage money, bro. Is okay, I got the money game somewhat down. Let me start becoming the best version of me because I know for a fact that I will never, the person will never outgrow the level of success, right? So, like success will never outgrow the person and the person will never outgrow the level of success you can reach. And right. that's why I believe in, in pouring into yourself. And, and I know for a fact now after spending, you know, six figures last year in my, per, my myself, and I know that I'm going to spend six figures this year on myself and my family now, now I got my family on board. I can tell you this, the best investment that you'll ever make is in yourself. I know that for a fact. So I wanted, here's a funny story about that. So my, my son plays hockey, right? And every time we get in the car after a game or even after practice, he always asks me, how do you think I played? And so I always give him honest, 
feedback. So I started playing hockey again. Beautiful. And 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 I was after one of my games, he watched me. We get in the car, and I'm like, I'm gonna flip the script. I'm gonna ask him. And I said, Hey Trinity, how do you think I, I played? How do you think I played? How do you think I played tonight? And he gave me honest feedback. And he said, When y'all were up three goals in the third period, it looked like you got tired and you stopped hustling back as much as you were earlier in the game. And he goes, you know, you always tell me not to do that. Don't worry about the scoreboard. You always have to hustle back just as much, no matter what the scoreboard is. And he said, you know, you started playing hard again once they got to within one goal. But the only reason why they got to within one goal is because you stopped playing as hard. There you go. And I thought about that for a really long time because I was like, if my son is paying that much attention to what I'm doing on the hockey rink, imagine what he's doing when I'm at home. Oh. Or how the words that come out yeah. of my mouth, yeah, or yeah. or the tonality that I yes. use, yes. Just, he, you know, he's eight, going on nine years old. He's at that age where I'm his hero, right? Absolutely, I could do no wrong, but he's also mimicking and mirroring everything that I I do, and so that's why your message of be a better father. Let, let me and, leave you and, with two things in regards to our children, yeah. right? One, children learn through demonstration, mm-hmm. through demonstration, right? The way that I treat my wife at home, the way that I, I, the way that I carry myself at home, they learn through demonstration. They mimic, they, they mock everything we do. And I don't know if you yeah. obviously noticed that, right? Yes, yes. Two, how do children spell love? T-I-M-E. That's it. That's all they want. Yeah. They don't give a shit about you buying them the best ice skates, the best gear. He wants your time. How do children spell yeah. love? T-I-M-E. And and brother, that's why I pride myself now, man, and like just trying to be the best father that I could be. Because guess what? We're not going to have them around that long in our lives we're not they're gonna they're gonna want to go do their own thing so i'm just dude, yeah dude, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now my son he loves hockey more than anything like he he really wants to go to the nhl like that is his goal okay I love it. and and i've told him i'm like son i will support you as much as you possibly as far as you go i will support you that being said the way it works in hockey is is when they get to a certain age and they are literally drafted to these junior programs, they go live with other families or you have to move to go to wherever they're drafted when they're 16. Yeah. And I'm like, that's seven and a half years. Like, oh, hell no. I'm going to yeah. be in a spot where I could go wherever he's going. <laughs> and I see it. Yeah, yeah. And you I know, see so, it, brother. And, and yeah. guess what? Yes or no? Do you actually get more fulfillment out of life being around your family? Oh, dude. I mean, I I love nothing more than than all of their. I mean, my my daughter's three. I mean, I I love her. The moments that I get to spend with them are incredible. You know, I mean, just this weekend, I mean, just Easter weekend, getting to do the Easter egg hunts and and everything that comes along with that, just spending time with them, like you're talking about, man. I mean, it, 
You know, I, 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 tonight I'm, I'm going home. I'm going to go watch the, the college basketball national championship with my son. I mean, I remember being his age and watching national championships with my dad. I love and, it. And, and now it's the opposite. And, it, yeah. you know, I mean, it's he, we've got the biggest couch that you could possibly buy. And he sits on my legs. You know, I mean, it's Man. like he just wants to be there. You know what I'm and saying? And one day, brother, you're going to look back at that. Yeah. Like, I want you to. I mean, I'm sure you have some pictures of him doing that, but I, I really want you to hang on to some of these moments, man, because one day you're going to look back and guess what? You're going to, the beautiful part about this is when he's in, you know, he's a young man and he's out doing his thing. All you got to do is take a look at that picture. That emotion will come back to you, man. And you can right. relive that emotion over and over and over, bro. So, you know, hang on to those emotions, brother, because, you know, they're not, they're not going to be around forever, man. You know, they're not. I know. I know, so, and and it's the greatest greatest feeling in the world. And bro, I, you know what? I want. By the way, I I haven't I didn't say this, but you know, I, I definitely want to honor you for for doing the things you're doing with your son, man. I do. Yeah, I do. Because guess what? A lot of entrepreneurs we neglect our children. Agreed. Agreed. We neglect yeah. our children, man. So uh, well, and and I will say that entrepreneurs need to understand that. We often talk about the sacrifices that we make, and very rarely do we talk about the sacrifices that our family makes. Absolutely, because of the dreams that we hold for ourselves, and and it's very cliche to say that we're doing it for them, but in all reality, sometimes the entrepreneur needs to be real and say, "Nah, sometimes you are doing it for your this own." This is pride. just what I love to do, right? Right. right. I'm yeah. doing it for myself, and they get it as well. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. so anyways, I want you to answer that question though. How do people find out about all in freedom? Um, attend freedom.com. Okay. Attend freedom.com. I haven't mentioned all the, uh, all the, the, the speakers that we're going to have. So I'll do it for the first time publicly here on your podcast. Uh, cause we've been dropping on one by one. I mean, I know, I've, seen, I've seen that. Yeah. You're like, Oh, Max Max, okay, cool. Oh, uh, Sean Terry, okay, cool. Today, Ryan Pineda, right? Tomorrow, who knows who it is, right? I'll say this. Uh, Max Maxwell, Sean Terry, Ryan Pineda, Cody Sperber, Pace Morby, Keith Everett, Donnie Ruffin, Sasha Kier, Alex, myself, my spiritual mentor, Christian Ferris, and we have one of my mentors. He's a multi-billionaire. Uh, uh, he has a company called uh, the Bartolo development, they used to own the 49ers at one point. Yeah. Uh, they came up with the concept of outdoor malls, which are now considered outlets. Um, he's going to talk about market correction, uh, market recession. So that's going to be a very special treat for everybody. I haven't announced that, but he's uh, he's worth about $6 billion. In 07, uh, when the last recession happened or the last crash or correction, he turned $1 billion into $6 billion. So uh, I think that's going to be a treat for everybody that's there, man. So I'm excited, that's man. I'm excited. That's incredible, man. I'm so proud of you. Um, Thank you, brother. I, it's been incredible to to see your journey over the years. And uh, I'm, I'm so excited to see what you're going to do next. I mean. Uh, well, brother, you know, uh, we're boys, we're brothers, we're friends. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, you'll be, we'll be. We'll be sharing some successes and some victories together. You know what I mean? For sure, man. All right, guys. That's all we got for you. Uh, thank you to Carlos for, for hopping on today. And uh, 
Did, did we even talk about real estate today? Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, if you want to learn about real estate, go to one of our uh, programs. The podcast is much more than just real absolutely, estate. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, guys. Remember, uh, drop us a five-star review. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and also leave us a thumbs up. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you, Carlos. All right, brother. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Titanium Vault with your host, RJ Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash thetitaniumvault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on the Titanium Vault. Titanium Vault.